Today's culture has programmed us to think more, better, bigger, faster. We're driven by the accomplishments that help us achieve these things and get sucked into a busy vortex. But when it comes to the kingdom, is our busyness accomplishing great things for Christ, or is it just busyness? And with such demands of a schedule that leaves little to no margin, can we truly love well? Today on Bloom, we'll discuss the importance of simplifying our busy lifestyles and focusing more on loving abundantly. I'm your host, Jen Robinson, for August 4th, 2020. Welcome to Bloom. This is a podcast designed to inspire, encourage, and grow women in their relationship with each other and the Lord. Whenever you ask someone how they are doing, the most common response is, I'm fine. Perhaps you've noticed that oftentimes, though, the second most common response is, I'm busy. I believe this topic of busyness really resonates with a lot of people, especially women. Women are natural multitaskers and to-do list extraordinaires, yet we also have this deep desire to do what matters most. So how do we gauge whether or not we are really maintaining balance of the two? Sometimes busyness comes in waves, like working on a big project for work or seasons, as when raising young toddlers. And in other instances, we allow busyness to become our normal, everyday life. Talking with many women, busyness tends to be consistent and constant. While busyness is unavoidable, it is not meant to be a chronic condition that just goes on and on indefinitely. This constant state of busyness leads us to be completely depleted emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. When I was evaluating this concept of chronic busyness, I asked myself this diagnostic question. Is life really this busy, or am I choosing to be busy? Now, let me explain. I know life is crazy, and schedules are chaotic without any help of our own doing. But I began to wonder if I was indeed the cause, or at least part of the blame for my busyness. So this epiphany came to me soon after I felt the Lord call me back to school last year. I began taking classes at Moody Bible Institute, and one of the first classes I took was called Foundations of Learning. The class was an introductory class on how to be a successful college student. Now, initially, I thought the class would be um, referred to um, what we call a cake course, but essentially a big waste of my time. I mean, I really wasn't anticipating on getting a lot out of this class. I remember, you know, spending actually a lot of times complaining to my husband, Jesse, about it, that, you know, this wasn't my first time taking college courses. And, you know, what's going to be the purpose of this class? I, I need to just move on and let's get to the theology classes and let's just kind of bypass these simple introductory classes. But when I came to my first assignment for the class... It was to take an inventory of my daily demands and schedule. Then the professor explained in the instructions that the purpose of the assignment was to help me evaluate the level of busyness in my life in order to determine areas I needed to prune to make time for learning. 
He wanted me to understand my current responsibilities as well as encourage me to say no to other demands that could interfere with my ability to be successful in my coursework, not just his class, but in all my classes throughout my degree. So even though I had been a college student before and expected not to gain much from this class experience, I couldn't deny that my lifestyle and responsibilities had drastically changed since I first attended college after high school. I learned that I needed to make room for what mattered most so my grades would not suffer. I learned to say no to certain opportunities and organized my schedule in a way that wouldn't have me ripping out my hair or surviving on large quantities of caffeine just to meet a deadline. I had to find balance for this extra demand to work because God had called me to do it, so that meant it was important and I needed to make it a priority. I believe the same principle can be true when it comes to our daily living. We have to take a good look, first of all, at what we have going on and determine whether or not we are really doing what matters. It's tempting to try to be it all, do it all. Can you relate to Wonder Woman? For me, it's more so as in I'm wondering how am I going to get it all done? (laughs) Not that uh, I think I have these superpowers. Um, But not only does that desire to be it all, do it all, so unrealistic, it's also not the way God intended us to live. I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling the stress of a constant, busy, go-go schedule, I'm not exactly the nicest person to be around. Um, It can be quite the challenge to display a loving attitude when you feel like you're under the gun and pressed for time. You're just focused on getting one or maybe several tasks accomplished so you can move on to the next. If you're a mom of school-aged kids, you know what mornings are like. If you're like me, you begin the morning sounding like Mary Poppins when your kids are waking up in the morning, right? But by the time you're telling your nine-year-old to put on their shoes for the 50th time, you sound a little bit more like Batman. (laughs) At least that's the name that my kids have called it. You know, they say I'm using my Batman voice, so they know I mean business. Um, We're using a lot of superhero references today, by the way. We've got Wonder Woman, and now we've got Batman. Um, But my kids, again, they're very familiar with that Batman voice, and um, when when mom uses the Batman voice, they know um, they better better take it seriously. (laughs) I know this is just a silly illustration, and let's be honest, sometimes we need to have that Batman voice in order to get things moving. But it's certainly no way to live. We don't want these kinds of chronic, busy schedules that cause us to be like this. And it's not very graceful or becoming for a daughter of the king. And it's certainly not a reflection of the love God desires us to have. Unfortunately, many of us live in this kind of state all the time. We overload, we overcommit, and overdo causing us to sacrifice love for busyness. Rather than outdo ourselves with our busyness, God tells us if we're going to outdo in something, let it be love. Romans 12.10 says, Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. God did not design us to be Wonder Woman. Newsflash, maybe for some of you out there, Um, We're not in these superhuman 
machines. We're not these machines, okay, that are built to do it all. So often we become distracted in such a way with our busyness, believing we're accomplishing all these great things. But if we leave no margin to love well, we are what 1 Corinthians calls a resounding gong or a cleaning cymbal. We can be doing all these things, but if we fail to love, we have lost sight of who God has designed us to really be. In Corinthians, it says, we are nothing without love. Now, you might be asking yourself, what would that look like to simplify the busyness and make more room to love others well? That's the big question here, isn't it? I think it all begins with assessing your responsibilities in your schedule. And just as I learned in that introductory class, what demands do you have in your life? Is there anything that could stand to be pruned? Or here's a thought, even plucked. So maybe it's not necessarily just cutting back. Maybe it's eliminating something altogether. Are you putting in 60-hour work weeks? Perhaps God wants you to evaluate whether you need to decrease your time commitment to work so you can invest in a ministry opportunity he's calling you to. Are you shuffling your kids between soccer practice, piano lessons, and play dates to the point where eating fast food in the car is becoming the norm? Maybe God is calling you to slow down and remove some of those demands so that you can enjoy a meal and meaningful conversation with your family more often. Maybe God wants you to get away from your to-do list today so that you have the time to get together with a friend who just needs encouraging. Maybe it's time to pause and hit the reset button to make sure our priorities are aligned to God's and we are living out his calling to love abundantly. A lot of times when we live these hectic, frantic schedules. Like I said, we're, we're not often the kindest people. You know, the, the word tells us to clothe ourselves in kindness, patience, because we have been chosen by God and because he loves us. So he wants us to love others. So what are you looking at when you see your schedule? What can you see that needs to just be kind of clipped a little bit or maybe just removed altogether so that you have more, not even just more time, but the energy to love. Because when we get sucked into that busy vortex, that's all we're thinking about. Our head is just spinning all the time. We're not thinking about love. We can't think about being intentional I mean, how often do our kids, sometimes they come up to us and they, they want to tell us something or show us something and they, wait a minute, just a minute, hold on, I don't have time, I got to get this done first. You know, I've said all these lines myself and sometimes God just um, really convicts me to just say, okay, you need to stop. <laughs> Maybe what you're trying to accomplish is not what I'm trying to accomplish in you today or this week or this season of life. Stop worrying about what you're trying to do. What, do I, what is it that I want you to do? Seek what I want you to do. Really, really convicting words. And God's, God's reminded me more than once because it's so easy to get caught into that busyness. I mean, everywhere you look around, you look at 
other moms, I talk to other moms all the time and, and this is life. And you kind of think like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be just living in this frantic state all the time. I'm supposed to be going from one practice to the next and I'm supposed to be going from one appointment to the next. And, and God just says, no, 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 don't get lost in all that shuffle. Don't get lost in all that busyness. That's not what I have for you. I want you just to take a step back and think about what it is that I'm calling you to do. His word doesn't say, I'm calling you to be Wonder Woman. You know, we're not made to do it all. We're made to love. And why is that? Well, for one thing, because God is love. Just listen to his greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And second, love your neighbor as yourself. Both center around love. In fact, Mark 12, 31 says, there is no other commandment greater than these. No other commandment greater than these. Even our grace ministry mantra, I'm sure you're familiar with it, love, grow, serve. It begins with love, doesn't it? No matter how hectic life can be, we want to live a life of love and service to others before our own agenda. We may not always look like Mary Poppins, but we can love well. Let me close us with prayer. Heavenly Father, you are love, and you have called your children to love you and others. Everything else falls under those commandments. Your word says, by this, everyone will know you are my disciples, by how you love one another. Give us wisdom in these areas of our lives that we may need pruning or plucking so we don't leave ourselves overworked with little margin. And above all, may we exalt your name by how we love. Thank you for every woman listening to this message. I pray it does not leave a burden, but a blessing by encouraging us to live simply and love abundantly. Amen. Thank you for tuning into Bloom today. I'm excited that we will be able to meet in person again for an outdoor service on August 16th at our Olmstead Falls campus. And you know, since we are getting ready to wrap up um, summer, it's, it's so hard to believe that before we know it, I mean, summer is going to be over and soon we're going to see the trees adorned with beautiful shades of yellow, orange, and red leaves. But it's also a time where things tend to pick up again, right? After having a restful break. But the excitement of the changing season is that there are also new ways to get involved and grow with others in your relationship with the Lord. So I encourage you to join me back here next time on August 18th as we prepare for the new season of fall and we discuss falling in love with Jesus. Keep growing and God bless.